Ladies and gentlemen, you have waited all week. Things BMX show another Wednesday night fun night we're gonna have this evening. Welcome to episode 145 Driven. We're gonna have Jeff Upshaw on the show this evening. Jeff is a 2016 BMX Olympian, currently racing Vet Pro, killing it in the Vet Pro class. He's a personal trainer and owner of Driven Cycle Academy. Big shout out to Reggie's BMX race team for joining us this evening. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. If you guys haven't checked them out, Toledo Zone, the OGs. Reggie's BMX. All right, Melissa's going to be joining us via the satellite feed from Danger Snacks because they're the ones ponying up the money for that satellite feed, all right? Danger Snack. It's the difference between dragging ass and hauling ass. So when you guys are in staging, make sure you guys got your Danger Snacks. Get that in. Get out there and make sure you make the main. You can check them out at DangerSnacks.com. Our opening song is brought to you by Boogeyman himself. He kills it. The Boogeyman is talented. Love the intro. He took like how long to recover from a broken hip? Weeks. Weeks. Because that's what he does. Hey, make sure you guys check him out on Spotify and all the other trendy hipster, wherever you guys listen to music. I'm I'm old. I listen to music on YouTube. But we're going to put the Spotify link in there. Make sure you guys like him. Don't forget, you can support the show over uh, on Facebook. You can send stars during the show or whenever we have a post that we put on. And you can also help the show on buymeacoffee.com. It just... Send your monetary support to the show. We buy new equipment and uh, so on. The Michigan studio where Melissa is going to be this evening is brought to you by our good friends at DeSoto BMX. 
It's where you get down under the big top. Our Florida studio, where Brian and I are hanging out, is brought to you by the good people at C2 at Condominium. If you guys are looking for the best place to stay on your BMX escape, this is where you want to stay. It's not Houston cold either. It's Florida warm, baby. Florida warm. It is Florida warm. It's uh, It was a nice 88 today. It was very enjoyable today. Yes, it was. The show's chat is sponsored to you by BMX Rocks Photography. You guys can check out the BMX Rocks. Chris is going to put the link in the chat this evening. Our chat question tonight. I got a good one for you guys. Look, we were, we, we were talking last week, all right? Like, how, how can we... How can we get outside sponsors in the sport? So I, I want everybody to put their put their marketing hat on this evening and throughout the show, throw in your ideas of how BMX as a whole can get outside sponsors into the support or into the sport. Okay, let's uh, let's hear what you guys, your ideas, your thoughts. All right. The showcase segment that we do each and every week is brought to you by Answer BMX, our newsmaker segment, brought to you by the good people, which we're going to have a good time hanging out this weekend with the 110 Nutrition. Melissa's world-famous trivia segment is brought to you by our good friends at Bombshell Racing System. DJ Damon is brought to you by Truth BMX. Our birthday shout-outs are brought to you by On Two Wheels BMX. And if you guys haven't checked it out yet, make sure you guys check them out. we got some brand-new chain ring bolts they brought out. The show's opening is brought to you by the good people Swamped. In orders over there at Gate 9 Custom Number Plates. The live stream version of the show, which you guys are watching right now and you're blowing up the entire internet this evening, is brought to you by Mega Design Group, the complete marketing BMX design company. The podcast version is brought to you by Die Job Apparel. Without further ado, let's welcome in our friends this evening. Jeff and Melissa, thank you guys for joining us. Jeff, welcome back to the show. How has it been? been good and, and thanks for having me we always been along trying to stay warm here in the in the boise idaho mm, what's the weather been like it's been cold but it's been better the last week and a half we're in the 40s so it feels like spring <laughs> <laughs> fake spring but it feels like spring. i i know melissa had a fake spring today because it was like 50 in michigan just just teasing a little yeah bit. i mean with the addition of like 40 mile an hour winds so you know, <laughs> sounds, fly a kite sounds like Houston to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, it's good. We're getting teased. It'll be spring before we know it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, tell us, tell us a little bit about the 2022 season for you. Um, so 2022 was good. Um, you know, my first full season in vet pro, I turned at the grand in 2021. Um, so I had a full season pretty much. I'm in vet pro with an addition of a new baby and kind of get acclimated to that level of life. Right. So it was good. Um, got a couple wins on the board later in the season and, um, was pretty happy with the progression that happened naturally. So, uh, we did about nine, I think I did eight events for the season and, uh, found ourselves sitting number two going into Tulsa. The fun season, man, it was like adjusting to, life and the caliber of racing that was happening we have a lot a lot of new players in the vet pro class and uh each weekend you know brought in some talent that we had to figure out how to be the best against so that was a fun year so jeff it seems like you had a lot of hole shots last year 
and then sometimes it kind of fell apart. Are we are we making some adjustments in in twenty twenty three to uh, to try to stay at the front? Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, practice makes better, right? Let's just say that. So, you know, being able to get myself on the gate a bit more and 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 train in that area is definitely going to help that the front straightaway some. Um, you know, and as you get older, man, our bodies just change and shift. So there's a new trick to the trade every day and just kind of understanding what things you can do and don't need to do anymore um, are very vital to, to your performance. So those are some things we're paying attention to already and uh, we'll continue to dive down as the, as the season goes on. What about highlights from your first year in Vet Pro? What, what stood out to you and, you know, what, what did you appreciate kind of through the year as a highlight for yourself? Um, so, so my first year in vet, I think there were some, some cool races out there. I mean, you know, when I look back at the season, I got to race against some of the guys that I've grew up racing, obviously. Um, but that have went and did some pretty remarkable things in, in their career. So we find ourselves in the dad's so, class. So but, uh, who, who are some of those guys? Um, I would say, um, Jonathan Suarez is one. I think he's in as close to his forties and he still performs like he's in his twenties. So, uh, he was a great competitor to race against. Barry Nobles is another guy. Um, that's done really well out there that also has a daughter and um, we have Tyler Brown that's in that class as well so it was good I mean I was excited to line back up and like play this new role of like dad coach and and being able to race and uh, some of the best races I think I had out there was you know early in the season like Rock Hill I really enjoyed that weekend Um, caught some pace in 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 Kentucky uh, against Barry and the other guys there so that was a super fun memorable track like that's one of the last tracks my dad got, got to watch me race on as a kid before he passed away. So that place means a lot to me, and it was good to, to go there and, and capture a win and be up for another one. Um, and then, uh, you know, I went to Bakersfield a couple weeks later and, and had some good racing going there on a very technical track that was really challenging to me to the year before. And It was just fun to be able to, like, know that you could win and, and put it all on the table and make it happen. So. Those are really fun events, and you know, obviously Tulsa is, is a good one as well. Um, I didn't leave there with what I wanted, but I, I had a chance to, and you know, I think out of eleven races, I won nine of them. So um, I was excited for that one too. Now this is I, I refer to Jeff as Mister Positivity because I love the guy, but any disappointments from your first year in, in Vet Pro? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, there there was a few. I think for me, the biggest thing was like. You know, it was very easy to say what I wanted in the beginning of the season, you know, and I didn't really match my actions to that on a daily basis. So I found myself, like, up and down um, with the results that I wanted. Like, I stepped into Houston in the beginning of the year, like, thinking the training that I did, you know, through the winter before the Grands was going to see me through. And I went there, and I was way off the pace. You know, I ended up, like, fifth and, and sixth on two races that meant, that meant some, you know, some value towards the end of the season. So... Um, that was a disappointment to myself. And, um, again, like that was the first race of the year. And I went to Rock Hill a few months later and kind of the same thing, like had a little bit more, um, I had a little bit more tools in the chest, but still just was not at that performance level. So I think the biggest negative for me was just not really acting upon what I said I wanted, you know? So what do you have planned for the future and, and what are some of the goals for, for this year? Um, so this year is kind of similar to last year. You know, I want to I want to put a uh, put my hat on that number one cup for the Bet Pro title at the end of the year, and um, we are going to race 
the world championship this year as well. Um, I'd like to be in the running to, to win that title too. And, and again, just putting our focus on um, my team program, you know, and trying to grow my program um, to help as many people as I can out there to have success uh, in their BMX journey. So those are some personal goals with, with my racing. And, you know, the other part is just being, being a great father and, and uh, you know, continuing to be the best man I can be on that side of things as well. Let's talk about your, 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 your team program. Um, like let's break that down and, and, and what you're doing with the team program. And, uh, after that, let's break into what you're, what you're offering kind of like on the one-on-one stuff, but let's talk about the team program. Yeah. So, um, driven cycling Academy has been around, I think we're going into almost season six, um, this season later this year. Um, uh, my program is really focused on, you know, riders creating great habits to have success um, through the sport of BMX that they can carry on through through the rest of their life. So a lot of what we focus on are physical activities like, you know, proper track training, um, proper sprint, learning how to have a good gait start, um, just teaching them what rest is, how important rest is, and um, their nutrition. So we really look at each individual like they're a professional athlete in a sense. That's kind of our goal is to model that. Um, that from wherever they stand, you know, so they can set goals and understand the blueprint that they need to get there. So that's kind of how my program works um, with inside my team as well. You know, I have a select group of riders that I've selected to be on the team and um, we're just trying to make, you know, help them grow from where they stand at to the, the place they want to get to, you know, through good habits. Nice. Um, now, You've got a lot of clinics on the board. Tell us what's new with the uh, 2023 clinics. Um, so yeah, I think I, I have a few in place right now. Um, you know, one of the one of the ones that I, I'm very excited about is to be down there in Florida, where you guys are currently at. Be to it sweet. Doing the pro experience camp. You know, those are some of my favorite because you get you get enough time with the riders that you can actually implement some solid structure that they can go home with and do their homework. Um, so I'm super, super stoked about that one. That's one of the biggest ones of the season um, that I'm looking forward to. And I have a few others sprinkled around as well, like a two day camp here and there, mm-hmm. um, you know, to just to again, pass on the knowledge that I have to, to hopefully give somebody some information they can take home and uh, utilize it as they must. So, Jeff, do you come by your coaching ability naturally, or have you taken classes or train special training or anything? Great question. It's all natural, to be honest. You know, I've been in the sport for my twenty going in my twenty seventh year coming up, so it's all been very natural for me. You know, and I've just kind of read upon the things just to understand more about like the mechanics of some of the off track stuff. But um, everything everything that I coach is something that I've been through, and it's an experience that I've had. Um, good or bad and we can implement or take away that's awesome so you, how you keep learning <laughs> right. yeah exactly and you've done clinics like year after year after year after year do you find that you have to add things take away things um kind of like as you do the tour right as everyone talks yeah. it um like what what are some of the things that you find as you go along that you might take away or add to mm-hmm. your training and again these are the clinics right so it's not technically the yeah. training part because you have mm-hmm. like two hours it's not like the thing you're doing at pro experience in june 
18th to the 23rd. Um, there's your plug, Brian. <laughs> um, but like, what's the, you know, like what's the thing you do to, to, to spice that up? Um, so I think, you know, BMX doesn't really change, right? It's still a starting gate. There's still jumps, there's still corners, there's rhythm sections. And, and so a lot of that doesn't really change. Um, you know, the approach doesn't really change to that at all. I think, you know, when it comes to performance, um, the things that do change is how you get there, right? Like, mm. what are we doing to help that rider to have a better gate start? And so I think, you know, when I'm traveling around, there's some places that just don't have really any access of good examples of pros or, you know, riders that can even look at somebody else's gate start and kind of figure out what to do. So none of it really changes. You just kind of get to understand where you're at in the world and, and, and kind of make those adjustments with that. But, um, you know, some of the smaller things that probably change are like pedal height and body position and reaction time. And, and those are very specific for, for each individual. Um, but again, it's like, we're, we're, we're very micro on, on, on changing those things, you know, like you're still going to pump a jump the same way. It just may change if it's a triple versus a double, right. Um, or a step up. So there's very, there's very micro changes that happen. Um, it's just kind of the approach towards the, the group that you may have. So I got back in the sport about four years ago and by far the most ex- it blew me away. Jeff was here this last summer, and Zach Penn came and was at see to it during the pro experience. And Better be Jeff, careful you don't toss Zach under the bus. No, no, no. <laughs> Jeff broke down Zach's gate. He, he had it in slow motion, and the knowledge and the ability and the fluidness of Jeff describing Zach's gate was the most impressive bit of coaching I've seen in the sport and I've been around a ton of coaches. I've seen them all do something, mm-hmm. but the way Jeff, well, broke you've also down, seen them outside of BMX. Sure. Like in your poker career. Yeah. I, yeah. You've, you've had, you've had coaches hundred percent. Right. And when Jeff did this with, with Zach's gate, it, it, the supreme confidence he had with describing to Zach what was going on. And I just was blown away. And I, I've told Jeff this, that that, dissection of Zach's gate was incredibly impressive and that's what you get from a, a top level coach that's what these kids need that's how that's their basis they're going to work off of that's why you come to a pro experience or you go to a clinic or you hire a coach and it's great for the sport yeah and just to add to that I mean I, I, I realize as I continue to coach like those are the things I really love you know like I love to be very specific and I think there's certain levels of coaching um, that each individual needs you know Johnny that may have started racing last week may not need that that specific type of work yet right he's still working on the basics and um, you know I find more and more that I like that the critique right we want to try to find that one percent those are the things that I really love and enjoy so you know, I add that into my, my Driven Cycling Academy program, and I add that into any time that I get to teach. You know, I really try to find those 1% per person and, and, and add that value so that we can make another stride forward in, in that category. I like it. Um, Melissa, do we have any questions in the chat? And if we don't, I can jump to commercials, and I can tell everyone, put their questions in the chat. 
if we don't. Yeah, I was going to say not yet, but I'm ready. Uh, all right, <laughs> Anybody's <fine>. got one. <laughs> uh, look, I'm going to jump to a couple quick commercials, Jeff, and we'll be right back. You guys don't go anywhere. Uh, we've got a few commercials we're going to we're going to knock out and uh, then uh, <clears throat> we're going to answer your questions with Jeff. So if you got training questions or any sort of questions, uh, if you're a track and you want Jeff to come to your track, put that in there. We'll get Jeff to contact your track. Uh, we'll be right back after these few commercials. DB Sports World, the best value in the world on bikes, parts, and equipment. Brandedpopups.com. Get a canopy from your favorite brands such as Carbone Cartel, Shadow Conspiracy, 110% Nutrition, Profile Racing, Union Square Shoes, Pro Gate, and Gate 9 Designs, among others. Each canopy is 10 foot by 10 foot, comes with a user-friendly collapsible aluminum frame, UV coated for sun protection, and water and flame resistant. Visit our website for the full offerings of your favorite BMX brands. Brandedpopups.com. All right, and we are back and hanging out with Jeff Upshaw this evening. If you guys got training questions or any sort of questions for Jeff, put them in the chat, but let's all bring them in. Uh, we were kind of talking about a little bit of, you know, what you add, what you subtract for your clinics and, and camps. So uh, appreciate that. And you're going to be taking care of the Pro Experience Camp. It's going to be June 18th through 23rd. That was your read, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm spacing out over here. All right. So, <laughs> hey, you know. All right. Hey, so I want to switch gears up, though. I got I because this is a personal question of mine. All right. I want to know you, you you have your own team now, right? Like, give me some of the pitfalls. Well, no, let's start with some of the positives and then give me some of the pitfalls. Because like myself, I tried to do it. Uh, uh, with the show, I was like, "Oh, we got the show. We're gonna have our own team." I was like, "Oh my god!" I was not ready for that. So, um, like, we'll reboot it someday. But I, I, I want to hear like how you've done, what you've done, and how you. I mean, you've made it like really, really successful. So please share. Yeah. So you know, it, it, it's funny how it kind of all started. You know, I remember um, I was kind of not done with my career, but I was kind of switching phases. I was like, man, you know, what am I going to do? How can I add value? I love BMX. I spent a lot of my life doing BMX. And, you know, I, I found out, I mean, just kind of looking at the sport, I realized that there was a place that like nobody was really learning, you know, kids could go to ride the track every day and, and not really like for make progress, right. They were jumping the same old jump. They weren't, you know, pushing themselves, their fear and, so they were just kind of staying in the same place. And so I, I did a couple of clinics and I was like, you know what, we need something that's a bit more regular. All the other sports have it. They have coaching every week, a couple of days a week. And so that's kind of where the format came from. And I was like, man, like what, like, how do I come up with a name? You know, that's always the toughest part when you're, you're, you're trying to label something. And um, I was like, you know what, like you, it's a school. So like you should call it an Academy, right? Like you got to have drive. So that's where driven came from. And, I said, we're doing it on bicycles, so it's, it's cycling, you know, and they're like, boom, Driven Cycling Academy. So that's kind of how the name came together, and 
the components of it were just like, let's help people learn more often, right? Like, why are kids going out to the track and not being pushed, you know, or, or the parents not understanding what being, you know, pushing them in the right way is, right? You know, um, so let's make sure that these kids are prepared when they go out and race on the weekend. So when I started, it was great. You know, I think people jumped onto it because it was something new and it was something that was missing and um, very enjoyable. And what I get out of it is I just get to teach what I love. You know, I get to help people understand how to be better on a BMX bicycle and have better habits and, and just getting to see them take what I give them and run with it. You know, I know some of the kids I had in my program the first year, I mean, they're still utilizing things that we worked on, you know, four to five and a half years ago, you know? So like that is the big thing for me is to kind of be able to help tutor and, and teach these kids and riders to, to have the success that they feel is already in their heart and, and run with it. You know, that's kind of my legacy status. If I had to say what I want out of it all, it's like to have a legacy of being able to help those become successful at what they desire. Um, so that's super fun and exciting. And I get to work with kids at all eight different ages and different parts of their career. And, you know, the level of understanding for one rider is top tier. And he's like, I already know how to get, you know, make the main event. And I know how to, you know, finish top three. And we get to kind of work on like the structure of how we put a plan in place for him. And, you know, with options that he has available for, for his local track and stuff like that. And then there's other kids that it's like, you know, we're just trying to get them to be athletic, you know, teaching them how to do stuff in the gym and be coordinated and have balance. And so I really get a lot of that. That, that really um, makes me feel really good. And that's the exciting part. So on the other hand, <laughs> we had to talk about some of the negatives or the, or the tough places I should say is, you know, honestly, we're, we're, we're all parents, I believe. And, um, that's the hard part, you know, dealing with parents, to be honest with you, it's, it's very tough. There's an expectation that comes from the parent, right. That sometimes isn't, isn't talked about. And then there's the expectation that the kid in his mind thinks that he should have, which is not always talked about. You know, we talk about the goals and the things you want to go and do. And I always try to paint that blueprint, but then I also now, you know, in the past six or seven months has try to blend that together. It's like, Hey, as a parent, like, you know, your obligation is to make sure the kid is at the races and you're spending the money to do so. But what is his obligation? You know, what does he have, he or she have to stand up for and prove to you that that's worth doing, you know? Um, so I, I, I like to blend those relationships and that seems to help smoothen things out some, but you know, a lot of parents want their kids to be overnight success and they put the, they put everything into the coach's hands as if the coach is, or, you know, the team manager slash coach is the one that's the savior. And it's like at the end of the day, we help try to funnel them down this lane for for them to find the best in themselves and realize that it's truly them that's going to make the success happen. You know, we're just here to support the factors and, and put them in the position to, to be able to, to slam dunk, if you would say. Perfect. <laughs> All right, we have some questions. Yes. All right, so we're going to toss it over to Melissa, and we want to thank – BMX Rocks for sponsoring the chat room and the questions and shout outs. Melissa, take it over. Um, okay, well, I'll start with the shout out and then I'll go back to the questions. Um, all right, we want to say uh, hi. Welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Um, we're going to say hi to Sean. Hi to Robert. Hi to Rick. Martin Kennard is with us. Uh, old school Scott Sloan's tuning in. Jeff Shaw's with us. Uh, keep running down here. Mark Beeman is tuning in. Lots of Michigan locals I'm hearing. Um, Mrs. Gate9, Jen Sebrel is in the chat. 
saying hi, Greg Page. Um, let's see, who else am I missing? Oh, Tank, Justin Schultz is with us over on YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Billy, oh my gosh, Billy, you let your wife beat you. I'm going to tell you. Uh, mm-hmm. He says, oh, never mind. I can't say what he says. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> say hi to Stu Bedazzo. Uh, Steve Diamond says Jeff is my all-time favorite pro. He's been super cool since day one. Uh, Josh Blair, welcome. We haven't seen that name in a little while. Uh, Jamie Page says, what's up, Jeff? Miss you, friend. Hope to see you at Oldsmar. See you soon. Um, Chris Beer is tuning in, gearing up for his big birthday shout-out here in a little bit. Um... Mark Beeman had said, I've always wanted for Jeff and Dylan Cooley to come up to Michigan to have a fishing tournament against Alita and himself. <laughs> we need to do that. We really do. <laughs> yeah. Summer plans. Um, hi to Carl Stahl, Zach Goss, a couple of peeps over on Twitch tuning in. Um, boy, I work on Gary's last name all the time, too. Hi to Gary Lyakopoulos. He says, what's up, fam? And hello to Big Jeff. Oh, my goodness. The TC Tickler himself, Jeremy Ames, is in the chat. What's up? Paul Remington's with us. Mike Miller says hi to everybody. Uh, Chase Coles. The Rockford Rippers BMX team is tuning in over on YouTube. Thanks, guys. We appreciate that. Mike Melvin is there. Um... Adam Snyder, Jeff Upshaw, tell them how you used to come to Florida and kick our butts when we were kids. <laughs> Your roadkill days, he says. Way, way back in the day. <laughs> uh, David Blauer was wondering if you two raced back in, in the Akron Derby Downs like 20 years ago. It's a good possibility. Um, possibility. You know, I live in Ohio native, so. We used to race up in Akron quite a bit for all the state races and state finals and nationals that were up that way. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good possibility. That makes sense. Mr. Stu Thompson says, Jeff, any off-track riding that can be done to help with manuals? Yeah, so, so manualing is definitely a skill that, that comes into place when you have too much speed on the track. And, you know, some great ways to kind of work on that is just to get out into a parking lot, you know, and, and have a – I have a place that you can measure how long you've been able to keep your wheel up, right? And I think that goal alone will will kind of help you carry further in the process. But um, some tips on that is you got to be able to stay tall, right? Your bike won't come off the ground um, if you're not, if you're low to the ground, right? So the higher up you are, the more leverage you can have. And just lean back over that seat. That makes sense to me. Uh... Does it, <laughs> Melissa? Are we going to get you to manual? Uh, no, I prefer my bike very low to the ground, like on the ground. <laughs> she has a sweet beach cruiser, Jeff. <laughs> I don't that think might I... be, that might be challenging. It has a basket on the front. We put all of our stuff in it. That's some, uh, major core strength. I don't have <laughs> to try to pick that up. <laughs> uh, all right. Let me see what else I got here. Uh, Mr. Steve Diamond, are there any common injuries in the sport that you address and help kids avoid in your training? And you rock, by the way. 
Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, it kind of goes in phases, it seems. You know, I know a long time ago, years ago, collarbones were like huge, right? And so when it when it comes down to to injuries, it's it's really about mobility. You know, we wake up feeling stiff. I mean, that that makes those joints in that area very vulnerable to injury. So a lot of things that we work on um, are full range of motions in our workout, um, as well as, you know, making sure we're hydrated, we're having good nutrition, um, you know, and stretching and all of those things just to kind of help the body, you know, feel good and at peace. Makes sense. Uh, a few more shout outs here. Ray Gomez, we're saying hi. Brian Fell with Mega Design is over on YouTube. Um, Caitlin Seamer wants to know if you have any tips on how to balance in the gate. Yes, I do. Um, you know, so the only things that we have control of in the gate are our hands and our feet on the pedals, right? Combining those together is what helps us have our balance. So, you know, when you're looking to balance in the gate, you always want to make sure that your bike is nice and straight. And a good way to measure that is to be able to look down at your top tube and not see your tire on either side of your frame. Um, and then when you go to stand up, you got to think you want to be nice and tall, right? When you're walking around, you're nice and tall and it's comfortable for you to do so. So when you're standing on your pedals, the taller that you can kind of stand without reaching um, is going to be a lot more natural for you to be able to control and move your feet and your hands. Um, simultaneously so if you're ever falling to the left on your bike you just want to give that right handlebar a little nudge and that's going to help you position yourself more towards the center and and vice versa um, and then we're talking about being in a starting gate right so we're leaning forward naturally because the, the starting gate is is at a pitch um, so you just want to kind of position your weight over your seat and that's going to give you a, a well-balanced um, position on top of your bicycle Sounds so naturally easy. <laughs> uh, you sound like you can do it right now, right? Yeah, I'm 100%. I'm, I'm all in. Uh, all right, last few shout outs here. Hi to Shannon Polk for tuning in. Dave Dartona, thank you. Emily Schaefer's with us. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, Mike Hollywood Miranda says, hey, y'all. Uh, and then Kim Benson Fuger says, another. I'm going to say this wrong. Is it Idahoan in the house? Uh, <laughs> she misses Idaho. I think so. uh, and then lastly, for this round, we're going to say hi to Scott Wire and Len Novak for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. And if anybody's got any other questions, get them in the chat. Thank you, Melissa. And we want to thank mm -hmm. our good friends over at BMX Rocks Photography for sponsoring the chat. We always appreciate it. Rocks taking awesome pictures. Yeah, many, many good ones from last weekend. And make sure you check out the Driven Cycling Academy over on Facebook. Well, yes. And don't you have... I just joined this today, Brian. I joined about a week ago. You joined the, the, the yeah, group? I was... Yeah. Okay, so, Jeff, you have the Driven Cycle Academy community Facebook group. Holy shit. Let me start over. The Driven <laughs> Cycle Academy community feel like I'm getting rode up by an officer. <laughs> Facebook group. I feel like you should be getting written yeah. up. Um, like, explain this, because I, I did join it earlier, and all kidding aside, uh, it's a good, um, great group to be part of, because you have, like, training tips like you just shared with, you know, mm -hmm. the pitch on the on the starting gate and things on that and that. Like, but what else are you doing in the Driven Cycle Academy community Facebook group? 
Um, so, so what what the big goal is for Driven Cycling Academy right now is is just to kind of expand and grow and help those that are in need of help. Again, like I mentioned before, like our sport is lacking coaching, and my whole goal is to be able to help all those that want help. You know, a lot of times in our sport, it's kind of hard to even find how many points you have, let alone trying to figure out how to get a gate and all that stuff. So that Facebook community page that you're a part of is is very new. Um, this is something that I'm going to be rolling out in the next couple of weeks and there'll be information in that community. So you guys probably see right now, there's um, some free giveaways for the driven merch. Um, that's definitely something you guys want to be a part of, but when you guys become a part of that, you will also get put into this Facebook community, um, where you'll be able to, to get tips, um, on BMX racing, ask questions. And so we're going to try to create a community, um, for BMX racers to come and get the answers that they're, they're have questions for. That's awesome. And we're going to put the link for the, uh, driven cycle Academy community Facebook group in the chat. And I urge everyone to join because after I was approved to join the group, because I don't have felonies, I found a lot of good resources in there. My gate isn't any faster though, Brian. Nah, you can work on it. Well, I'm, you know, I might be down here, maybe, probably not, the week that Jeff's here, and that'll help me get faster. Well, you lost that 30, yep. 30 pounds, too, so you're a little bit, you know, lighter out of the gate. Maybe that'll help. Makes you more efficient. Efficient is exactly the word. Well, that's key. Jeff's pretty efficient because he's doing the cycling academy, he's racing. He just had a new baby, so he's got two little babies at I home. love your segues, by the way. And now he's involved <laughs> with USA BMX with a new program that, that they're doing. So, Jeff, t- tell everybody what you're doing with USA BMX. I feel there's a couple parts to it, um, but I'm super thankful to, to be able to be a part of it. So um, USA BMX has started an um, underprivileged youth program that was ran in Tulsa this past year. So those of you that are at Grand. Um, there was a few riders that were able to race that event that graduated from this program. Um, the program is called the Rise Program. Um, it's a part of the Thomas Crutcher Foundation there in Tulsa. And this program is to bring um, underprivileged privileged youth ri- um, kids into the sport of BMX. Um, and again, like kind of working on the same things that we work on in my program, and that's just teaching good habits. Um, getting them exposed and giving them access to things that they would not have had, had access to prior to. So it's super exciting. It's fun. I really enjoy it because it kind of brings me back to, you know, when I was a kid and um, things were things weren't always easy. Um, we didn't always have access to the things that we have access to now. So it, it, it's one of those things that pulls on my heart to be a part of to, to again, you know, help paint the future of the, the next generation. And at Grands, Jeff brought some of the riders over to the ProGate setup. Mm-hmm. We gave them a couple punch cards, and they were loving loving the gates and, and having fun. And it was, you know, I, I know why Jeff does some of the things he does, because he gets a lot out of it. Mm-hmm. And I could tell he was enjoying it at Grand. And, and you know, it's it's fun, and it's different to see the look on the kids' faces and to interact with them and be like, hey, I'm making a difference. So yeah, uh, it was cool to be at Grand's and be around that a little bit. You brought yeah, it was super, super exciting. You brought a good point up in the pre pre show, Brian. The pre 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 show. <laughs> Brian brought this up in the vet pro class. 
you got you, you got Uppy doing his thing here that we just talked about, okay? And you you, uh, you had some other examples. Nick, Nick Long doing the duffel, duffel bag, bag dash, you right? Know. Um, Barry Nobles, and, and this is something that... Behind the scenes, right? Behind the scenes, nobody's ever going to know about, but Barry has befriended somebody that I know who's a, you know, a teenage rider who's been struggling with life, just life stuff. Right. And Barry has oh. befriended him and taken time out of his day and checks in on the rider, the, 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 the young man, you know, mm-hmm. and, it's, and built a friendship. So like nobody's ever going to know Barry Nobles is doing this. So what I was saying earlier is, man, do we have a bunch of really cool vet pros right now? And they're doing a lot of really cool stuff. And I just wanted the community to realize these guys are fathers. They're trying to train and compete at the uppermost level, just like an elite does. They're, they're building brands. Building brands. Like Jeff's doing. Running companies. They're, they're, they're businessmen, and they're involved in the sport more than they ever were. Well, like Tyler. Tyler's running a couple tracks. He's a father of two kids, and just like uh, Jeff is, like there's a lot going on. And we see it in the, the, the Vet Pro class, right? Like yeah. there's a lot happening there, and you guys are giving just as much time as you know, an elite would. It's very appreciative. And, um, you know, we were curious, like, Where's that drive come from, Jeff? You know, I think for, and I can't speak for everybody, but I imagine it's fairly same. The same. No, um, we want you to speak for everyone. <laughs> we love controversy. We love drama. No, just, I'm kidding. Go ahead, though. Just speaking for yourself. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I think with us being involved in the sport as long as we have, we've, you know, we've definitely went through a lot of things. You know, we've understood what it's like to be that new kid that just started racing. We understand the struggles that life still presents outside of being at the track and putting your costume on, you know what I mean? And we understand kind of what today's needs are, you know, for the sport. And I think that that is what allowed us to, to keep, you know, put the motivation of building these things that we're working on right now. You know, I know for myself, like, like I mentioned before, like driven and what we do is, is solely to fill a gap that's missing in the sport. You know, we spend, you know, we, we obviously know the kids and, 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 and riders love what they're doing. Um, but why not help them be prepared for it? You know, and I know a lot of people ask, well, what's the end goal? Some kids just want to do this on the daily weekend basis and be a weekend warrior and more and more kids now want to take it serious and hopefully they can race pro and make a living at it, you know? And, and is that true for everyone? It may not be, but along that process, we're still learning on a day-to-day basis, you know? Um, so I think this sport for me is, is, is a great platform for, you know, the future of life, whether it's in sport or it's outside of sport, you know, the habits that it takes to be successful can be carried anywhere. I've got a little pork chop story that I want to throw in here and it's about life and, and all these different things. For those that don't know who pork chop is, uh, my son, David is now six, your oldest son, my oldest. And, um, when he was, uh, he was probably four or five years old. We were at DeSoto BMX. He was struggling because he was young in the five and under class. He didn't make his main, but somehow he came up with a main event qualifier, you know, Mm -hmm. thing that they hand out. And he went up and he got a trophy, a plaque or whatever they were giving out that day. And I said, how'd you get that? He said, well, I just went and got it. I said, well, that wasn't right. I said, if, if you want to keep that plaque, that little trophy, 
you can do that, but you didn't earn it. Or you can go give it back and race tomorrow and try to earn it tomorrow. But if you don't take it back, you're not racing tomorrow. He took it back. The next day, he made his main event. He got dead last. He went up and got his trophy, and he ran around the whole complex, Not showing it complex. off to every everybody. And yeah. that's like I'll never forget that. He, we tried to teach him a lesson. Hey, you got to earn it. This is how you earn it. Happiest, I've, one of the happiest times he's ever been on track, and he's won national, so he's done bigger things. But that he was so proud of what he accomplished. It's a very small story, but that. This is what the sport's about. Yeah, it is, man. There's so many pieces to the puzzle. You know, this this sport brings out something for each and every one of us. You know, some people just want to win and they want to learn how to win. And and I think at the end of the day, some of us like that idea. But at the end of the day, like the other part of that process is just learning, right? You know, at what level that, whatever level that is. Like learning is the big word about our sport. And it's such a family-orientated sport, right? I tell people all the time, you know, like, my neighbor, I've been living next to him for four years, three years, you know, and it's like, I wouldn't invite him over for dinner, but any of my BMX friends, like, come over, bring your bike, bring your whole family. I want to hang out. You know what I mean? I don't know why this popped in my head, but sportsmanship and learning and having fun. What do you think about Nick Long on flats, race and vet pro? I, I truly love it, you know, and it's, it, it's just letting people understand that you can self-create, right? It's what we're doing is literally putting on a costume and enjoying our, our time out get going trick or treating in a sense. Right. So, um, I love it. You know, it really shows what's down in his heart and something that is meaningful to him. And I, I condone, I love, I love every bit of it. You know, I think it's awesome. He's, he's actually inspiring people, you know, more than probably he even knows. I, I, I believe that hundred percent. And like last week when he's on the show and, and the other times he's been on the show, he always emphasizes like, hey, you know, I just, uh, you know, I had the sponsors that were just like, I'd make me, man. I'm just out there. I was having fun, you know. And even, like, this is a guy that 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 will say in the interview, I was the gold medalist for the first half. Yeah. And, you know, I have to stop and think because I remember watching that thing and I'm like, you know, and, 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 there I am now on the flip side because I was a spectator back then and I get to interview this guy like yourself, man. I, I, I've admired so many of your races and um, he's just so chill about it. Now he's like, ah, I'm just going to race some flats. And then, you know, through the the, the, the <clears throat> Carbone company, we have like a, a professional relationship like yourself, Jeff. Like it's, it's, it's really cool. Like just, you know, you and him both are very, very laid back individuals and, and you love, you love the sport, you know, and, and there's, it's, it's hard to be like you and him when it comes to the sport of, of like truly yeah. genuinely loving the sport. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, Nick's been a couple of years together before the Olympics getting, you know, getting ready and prepared for something that, you know, we felt was going to be very beneficial for our future life. So me and Nick are really great friends, and if anybody else knows Nick, they, they know that everything that he does is from his heart, you know. Um, I got to experience that myself. He welcomed me into his home in 2016, and, you know, he gave me the shirt off his back to help me succeed. So what he's out there doing is, is nothing short of amazing and who he is as a person, you know. So 
we need a lot of that energy. You know, I think sometimes in our sport, there seems to be only one way to be successful. And I think a lot of us are trying to show you guys that there's more than one way to enjoy this process that we, we call life and BMX. You're 100% correct. All right. I got some tough questions. Are you ready? Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> In my best Chris Allen voice. Yeah. Right now. You want that first question? Take the first one. That one right there. It's highlighted. Okay. What is your take on the current state of professional BMX? Where, where are we at with it all? From the highs and lows and where you've been through everything, where where do you think it's at right now? You know, after I'll talk about the pluses first. You know, I think um, the level of competition, the bar is so high. Agreed. I mean, it's so high. You know, when I first turned pro, like, you could lollygag a little bit and ride your bike. You know, you had to be on your bike, but you could lollygag and get away with just having some fun with your friends throughout the weekends and you know, maybe missing practice in the morning to now, like you're not missing a meal. You're not missing your sleep. Like if you're not taking this as serious, you are not going to make strides. And it's even to the point now where you have to be very, very, very particular about understanding where your body is when it comes to competition, you know, and leading up to it. So there's some pluses from that. I think, I think it's definitely um, sharpened the pencil for some, for some healthier habits. Now, some of the negatives, right? We do not get paid enough. Um, you know, we it's very, very hard for somebody to say this is a career that they're going to choose and be able to look at, like, creating a life after BMX, you know, um, or even while you're in it. I know for me, I had to sacrifice a lot, and I led by fun, so it was exactly what was fitting for me. Um, but if I was to, like, say, hey, I'm going to run, you know, at my, if I was to do it all over again, like, with what I know now, it might not have been the exact route that I, you know, I put all my eggs in one basket in. Um, so that's, that's one of the things that that's a bit of an issue uh, that I think we could do better in, you know, it's just giving more, more earnings out there, you know, and, and getting other companies involved to help support BMX. You know, there's not, there's not many outside sponsors, you know, it's very hard for, for, for anybody to get those. There's just not a whole lot of, doesn't from my perspective it just doesn't seem like companies have any interest in it you know because it's only one platform you know um and there hasn't been any ability to, to step into a different lane there so uh, monetarily i think those are one of the biggest issues that come from the sport but outside of that i mean you know we we aren't as visible as we once were you know we race fridays and saturdays and with the uci stuff there's some sunday racing going on but you know there's Plenty of times I went to a local track and kids don't even know who we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you're a pro. We want to be there because you're a pro, but who are you? And, you know, you have guys that have been racing in this sport for 20-plus years, and to not be able to be recognized throughout the generations, is, it's a tough one as well. You know, so I think there's something that can be done there. Could not agree with you more. And I'm chomping at the bits because there's two points you made. All right. But – um I, I have to hit the first one. Um, <clears throat> how how do we bring in the outside sponsors? to uh, t Because you know this, Jeff. You've been in the sport. Okay, so here's cycling, right? This is cycling. <laughs> anyway, and we are literally like this tiny, tiny sliver in cycling. You know, that's, that's our, you know, juvenile racing. That's what we're labeled under in the industry. How do we bring in 
a bigger sp- outside, even outside sponsors. How do we do it? Because right now, the yeah, sport, I mean, you know this, the sport is trying to survive on its own, but it's not able to survive. It's just not like, how, how does it yeah. happen? How do, how, how do we change that? Tell us. You know, it's a tough one. You know, I think if we look at it, like how social media is ran, you know, like the more viewers, the more somebody is to support you. And I think it's kind of the same thing as we, same way with BMX as a whole, you know, the only people that are paying attention to BMX are BMXers. You know, there's not like local schools that are getting involved where there's abundance of kids signing up to race bikes every week or, you know, the attendance at local tracks isn't always growing. Um, so I think from the outside sponsor support, it's, it's probably not worth their time to invest in something that's not going to put a whole lot of eyes back onto them in that sense. So um, I think that's one of the areas that, you know, we got to figure out how to um, be better in. You know, and I know there's some new programs that have been rolled out over the last couple of years where, you know, they have the bike leagues and, you know, those leagues that are available to get kids on bikes. But that's one thing that we struggle with here is like, how do we get more kids knowing about BMX? Because just if they're anything like me, they're going to fall in love and be doing this for almost 30 years. You know what I mean? So um, I think it's a viewer standpoint from outside sponsorship. I think there's mm-hmm. been opportunities that have been had in the past. And I don't know if the taste was just not good enough or they just didn't see the numbers being worth the value of it, that they put into it, you know, um, to fix that, I don't really know the answer. You know, I think that's been the, the question mm-hmm. everybody's been asking for as long as the sport's been around. I know guys used to make way more money back in the day when there were programs that sponsors felt like they could be a part of. You know, Yamaha Wave Runner was a part of the sanction at one point, and uh, we can take it back to Powerlight back in the day. They had WD-40 involved. You know, they had a couple other outside sponsors that were Panasonic, right, back in the day with, you know, paying a good amount of money to be on that jersey to help kids have dreams, you know, and, and help them come true. And I don't know where that got lost, you know, yeah. the Olympics, the first Olympics showed a, a good promise of what we thought the sport yeah. was going to continue to do. But, you know, even there, you know, that's, that's kind of went away. 2008 presented that 2012 was less. Yeah. Know, 2016 well, it, was less. Well, but on, a UC, on a UCI level, you know, and some of the meetings I've been to through ProGate, they say, yeah, there's a ton of interest in the Olympic year. <laughs> year. But but after the Olympic year, the interest is gone for two or three years. And the World Cups struggle for sponsorship, too. So it's not just a, a here in the U.S. type of deal. It's it's around the world where, Probably. you know, and and there's no guarantee that BMX racing is in the Olympics after this next Olympics in Paris. Michael. So we don't even know if it's yeah. going to be in LA. So I thought they were already built. You know, I thought the, 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 the build, the build package went out for that for LA, LA. I thought it went out the uh, bid package. The last, out. the last thing I understood is that there was nothing in I, the bid package to build a track. new BMX track. I'm not a valuable source, by the way. I'm just, it, but, everyone calls me with gossip and rumors. So, just for the record. So, there's supposed to be something, I believe, in 2023 that will kind of, okay, you know, fill in the blank on that. I haven't really had an update in six to eight months, I guess. Okay. Since I went to Switzerland for the meeting, but it's a problem. You know, well, you, Jeff, you're, you're an Olympic event 
and you can't find the the sponsorship to take the, the sport to the next level. Well, even at a higher level from what we were asking Jeff, like at the UCI Olympic level, it's even hard to find a sponsor for the sport. But at like Jeff's level to find an outside sponsor for the sport or even as an individual, it seems very difficult for you guys to find sponsors. And that's 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 tough. Because how how does somebody currently Jeff how does somebody currently in the sport that's 17 want to turn pro it's, it's tough especially right now there's only one category for pro racing as well right yeah it's like throwing a, it's like throwing a kid and you know fresh out of middle school right you know like it's it, into into college right it, it, it's it's a gap that needs to be there needs to be a, a, a there needs to be a pad between the two and it's it's tough man like i i don't you know i think the, the issue they were running into was attendance and you know the last couple of seasons so it was just one class and now they're opening up this new thing where amateurs which is a good decision i think um mm-hmm. where amateurs can race the pros at these smaller smaller events but even then man like it takes some time to get in the eight man main event. The guys that are winning have been like winning for 10 years, right? Like, and mm-hmm. it took them another 10 years prior to that to be able to get in that seat. So it's tough, man. I mean, our sport is kind of struggling there, but I think there just hasn't been a whole lot of focus on the pros. You know, I know we had some run-ins a couple of years ago where it was like, well, we can still run our show without you guys. Right. But what, that, over time, that over time, that doesn't, that won't make sense. Right. Kids won't have anything to look up to. There's nothing to aim for. Um, and it diminishes things. So it, it's tough. It's a, it's a tough topic. You know, I wish, I wish it's in a, the hearts of all hearts that we could come together with the organization yeah. that we're a part of and, and um, figure out how we can all help each other. Well, the, the sad thing to me is, you know, I was on ESPN for a, for a one hour show, but I was playing poker. Yeah, and, you and, played and, poker for how many hours? And but well, but my my point is, they made poker is interesting enough to be on ESPN, and we can't do that for BMX. You know, so no, I think we can. I think it could. You you have to cut out all the amateur uh, 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 stuff, and you got to well, maybe not all the amateur. I think you have to put in the 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 highlights, like they did in um, your WSOP. It was highlights. That's what made that show good, right? Yeah, and, and the the talks on, oh, on a global you, level is. Are it, you meaning personalities in the sport, like somebody like Jeff? Yeah, well, that's how you build it up. You right, you right. have characters, you have villains and good guys and favorites and underdogs, and you make it a production, and you, you know, you you cultivate the personalities, and you make it a show. And it takes a lot of time and money. So somebody has to see the value in coming into a sport where, and you've got all these 24 hour sports networks that are dying for programming. You got cornhole. I mean, content. That's all they want. You know, they, they gotta have something to put on there. So, you know what we should give them? I have no idea what do I, do I want to ask? Let's just, let's just, Give them, give them the crash in the last turn at Houston. Yeah. The, the, the McLean, give them that, give them that little segment and it'll hit the 24 hour sports shows. 
telling you. Good. All right. Um, we have uh, one more commercial break, and we're going to be right back. We're going to check in with Melissa. Jeff, don't go anywhere. You guys, this is this is this is last call for your questions for Jeff. All right. Thanks everyone for joining us this evening, and uh, we'll be right back. Guys, don't go anywhere. It's time. say big thanks for Jeff Upshaw for joining us this evening. Thank you again, Jeff. Before the commercial break, we were debating a little bit on what could happen, what couldn't happen, but I feel it's a good time to kind of break away from that and uh, <laughs> time to have a little bit of fun. Um, and uh, Jeff, before we do that, uh, mm -hmm. I want to make sure you get to let us know what nationals we're going to see you at this year. So I plan to do the whole pro series. Um, I miss Houston um, just because we, we just had our baby, you know, right before that event. Um, but I'll be headed to um, Oldsmar next and Rock Hill right after that. And so you'll see me at um, pretty much all the pro, pro events this year. Um, and I may have, you know, a couple a couple of non-pro events that I'll be at as well, just kind of supporting my team there. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you guys will see me out and about this year. All right. That's great. Do you remember lightning, lightning round? I do. I remember. Well, before we do lightning round, uh, we're going to, we're going to check in real fast to make sure that we allow our guests in the chat room, their questions. <clears throat> Melissa, what do we have? Uh, I don't think I have any new questions. All right, good stuff. Um, I had a question actually, though, Jeff. Are you sharing the name of your new baby girl? Mm. You want? You guys ready? Yes. <laughs> um, her name is Lene Lynn Upshaw. Oh. And and your older daughter is London, right? Yeah. Yes. London Sky Upshaw. Wow, London and Lene. I love it. And she's yeah, two peas uh, in a pod, I think. Say that one more time. She's two weeks old. Yes, yeah, yeah Lene's at her two. Yeah, two weeks old today. Wow. No sleep at your house. <laughs> no, it's been it's been tough, but we're managing. You know, we got we got a. My mom is in town right now, so she's able to help, and uh, so it's exciting. You know, we it's it's a new life we're adjusting to, so it's ha it's good that we have all hands on deck. Absolutely. All right. Everybody's just napping. 
all the time. <laughs> right. We're on napping the baby's schedule. Upright, napping in the car. <laughs> that's all we do. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, congratulations from all of us. I think that's wonderful. Absolutely. I know it's a crazy time. So we appreciate even more so you taking time out to come and hang out with us. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. All right. You want me to go ahead? Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Sorry, sorry. All right. There's such a lag on my end. I, I keep messing up. No, it's all right. Actually, I think it's because we're overloaded here at Sea to it because we have so <laughs> many guests because Sea to it is the place to be if you want to hang out for BMX or you just want to bring your bride or your family here. It's time for lightning round. Lightning Round is brought to you by BrandedPopups.com. The mission at BrandedPopups.com is to provide any fan or brand supporter with the opportunity to purchase a branded pop-up style canopy with their favorite company. And this weekend, I'm going to tell you what, I saw how this can make something happen. I was at this freestyle contest in Tampa. It was happening. It was popping off. And people were coming up doing that freestyle stuff, those tricks, those flips, those whips. And they were like, look, profiles, the whip. We want to get one of those profile canopies. And we told them, brandedpopups.com. That's where you go. All right, Jeff. You ready? Let's do it. We spiced it up since the last time you were on. Yeah, there are some different questions. That's true. All right, here we go. Melissa, take it away. All right, Jeff, last movie you liked so much you watched it twice. Oh, man. Well, I can say we just watched that new movie called Megan. Um, it's about that little robot girl that they kind of... I just saw it have... last weekend. <laughs> yeah, we watched it a couple, like, I got introduced to it probably four or five days ago, and then I just watched it again today with my mom. So, uh, yeah, that was, that'd be the latest one. Right. Crazy, crazy yeah, movie, crazy. right? All right. Go see it. It's cool. Uh, your favorite sports team? You know, I don't really watch sports too much, so I'd have to say Driven Cycling Academy. No, Good answer. Um, <laughs> uh, um, you know, we watch a bit of football, so you know, I have to say the Chargers. Okay. One sport you would never try? Never try. Um, yeah, there's just a few things I just don't have much interest in and that's like I don't know if uh, curling off the top of my head is something I really want to try okay alright All right. I like it uh, one place you would like to travel to um, Bora Bora Nice. It'd be cool to go there. That's a nice answer. Never been there. Yeah. Uh, what was the last thing you Googled? I was just Googling how to um, repair ACL, right? Recovery to ACL care. All right. All right, Jeff. Favorite thing you like to do on a date with your wife? We love food. We're big foodies, so. A lot of our date nights consist of having food <laughs> somewhere fun um, with some good music. What's your go-to food? Is it steak? Is it Chinese? Is it Asian? What's what's the go-to? Uh, we're big. I mean, seafood's probably one of the one of my tops on the list. 
Um, but I like steak and stuff too. But yeah, I would say seafood, sushi, or or you know some good crab legs and lobster tail, something along the, along those lines. Nice. Uh, all right, worst place on earth. It sounds like Houston last weekend. Ah. <laughs> what a great answer. <laughs> yeah, it was last weekend. Uh, best place on earth. I love the sun. So um, out of all the places I've been so far, I'd have to say I really enjoy um, San Diego. San Diego has been really good. I, I enjoyed it. You know, the time that I lived there, it was probably one of the, the coolest places to be. And there's tons to do and lots of tracks to ride and food everywhere. So, yeah, I'd say San Diego out of the places that I've been here in the States. Your favorite pizza topping? I'm a pepperoni sausage guy with jalapenos. So um, there's more than one topping there, I know, but that's my combo. That's so specific. I love it. Uh, all right. So your favorite sport other than BMX? I always have a hard time with knowing if fishing is a sport, which I think it is because there's guys that make a lot of money doing it. Um, fishing would be it. That's, that's one of my go-to downtime things that I enjoy. Yeah, that's definitely a sport. All right, your best way to waste a day? Sleeping. It's not feeling like it's a waste, but I mean, I don't really get much done other than that. So. That's such a good. That's such a good answer. I, I thought he was <laughs> going to say fishing. <laughs> I, I would. That would might have been it. Yep. It's, but it's productive for the mind when I go fishing, right? Sleeping. I don't think I'm getting anything done, right? Other than sleep. <laughs> so. You treat yourself. Right, man. Right. right. Is, this is going to be an interesting one. Aluminum, carbon, or chromoly? So for me, uh, I really enjoy uh, a carbon fiber bike um, myself. I think it all it really is to each their own, you know. A carbon bike is very rigid. An aluminum bike has a little bit of give, and I think a chromoly bike has a lot of give. So this depends on what you're using them for. But if it's BMX racing, I'm going to say yes to a carbon um, at the highest level. All right. Uh, your favorite book? My favorite book. Um, I'm into a lot of self-help books. So I'm um, always trying to figure out another way to be better. So um, I'd have to say. Anything wrote by David Goggins? Yes. Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins is a book that I have. I have the audio book. He has a new one out too. Um, I think it might be Can't Hurt Me too. Um, but both of those are, are great reads. I nice. Didn't, I didn't mean to hijack that. Man, that'll change you. Yeah. All right. Your favorite guilty pleasure? Sweet. I'm a big cake eater. I bought a cake for Valentine's Day yesterday, and I've been eating it way more than I need to. <laughs> <laughs> the most annoying thing about you. I feel like I should um, ask his wife. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I'd probably say that I'm pretty stubborn. That's probably the most annoying thing about me. It can be something very simple and I I can be very stubborn about it. And uh yeah, that that's probably it. Uh, welcome Not bad. To, welcome, it welcome to the club. I'm with you. <laughs> yes, um, that's true. <laughs> uh what talent do you wish you had? 
Um, I wish I had the talent to heal everybody from everything. Oh, <laughs> love it. You know, I, I find myself chasing that all the time. You know, I just mm -hmm. love to help people and help them through the things they're going through. So if there was a talent, that'd be the one. Nice. Like what is something that people are very surprised to find out about you? Maybe like a hidden talent or an interest or something you've done? Well, I'd say growing up, you know, a lot of people like Jeff, they, they always thought I was a white guy, and they were surprised that I wasn't, right? <laughs> okay. That's, <laughs> that's a good answer. I like it. I like it. <laughs> seriously, seriously. So right. funny. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, for me, like, a lot of people don't really know that I, outside of BMX, that I race BMX, and most people that race BMX don't know that I, like, enjoy fishing as much as I do, you know? He does love um, He fished that Every day they were here at Sea to it. Every single day they were fishing. Yeah. Yes. I can concur. Yeah. The only reason I don't fish is because uh, Bill caught a uh, uh, stingray out there. Oh yeah. I caught a. I caught a. Uh, uh, I don't know. It was like a. It was like a uh, swordfish thingy, right? Yeah, dude. It was like a stingray, but it had like a chainsaw, like. It's freaking yep. mouth on it. Here's three things like a, I ain't gonna f with in Florida. Whatever you caught, whatever Bill caught, and this <laughs> this baby alligator that Pepe and I found on a job site the other week, and that thing was literally only that big. And I'm like, I ain't uh, I ain't effing with that. Maybe I might uh, with a spear, but the thing was, its mom was somewhere around, and I ain't messing with it. Because <laughs> the thing about Florida is. It's not like Texas. Texas, it's clear and cut. It will kill you if you sleep on the ground. Florida ain't the same. It, it'll get you from everywhere. <laughs> now, I got a question for you. <clears throat> Your favorite Supercross rider? He's retired now, but James Stewart was, uh, he was, a, I was a James God Stewart damn, fan. Damn, that's um, right. You know, so his brother Mookie, he just got hurt as well, but I'm a big fan of him. And, yep. you know, I, I'm really a fan of talent, you know, so anybody that can get out there and do their thing is, is somebody I'm a fan of, you know what I mean? I, I don't really think I stick to, you know, one specific person, mm -hmm. um, you know, but I just like talent, you know, I really do. But I, I'd say if I had to pick one, it'd be, it'd be James Stewart. All right. Fair enough. All right. Last one. Your favorite Wednesday night live BMX show. You know, it's crazy. I'm on the show right now. <laughs> it's, it's always crazy. It's and always. Most people don't even say all that. Things, all things BMX show, baby. Jeff, we appreciate Thank you. you. <laughs> um, hey, man, we we know you have a lot of things to do. You got that uh, two-week-old baby. So um, I'm going to toss it over to you. You give your thanks, your shout-outs. We'll let you jump off, man. And if you want to come fishing with Jeff Upshaw, what we at see to it, it's week two of the pro experience. There you go. And he might even work on your gate a little bit too. But, you know, if you yeah. want to come fish with Jeff. It's June 18th to the 23rd. Hurry. Spots are filling up. Yes, they are. Yeah, because there's only, yeah, we only have, 15. We only have, yeah, only 15 spots available. So we got to make sure you guys get registered for a great time in Florida doing BMX. Now it's and not just a lot about the craft and fishing and fishing and, and having some great food with some great company. It's yeah. a great time. You know, I'm, I'm back for year number two. It's, it's not just 
it's not just Florida. It's Cape Coral, though. This is what I've been really? learning since I've been down here for four months, Jeff. It's not Florida. It's Cape Coral. Cape Coral. You're, you're correct. It is. All right. Cape Coral. It's... <laughs> All right. Take it away, Jeff. I just want to thank everybody that, you know, supports um, what we do here at Driven Cycling Academy, Academy and myself. Um, you know, it, it is an honor to, to be able to get out there and, and do what we do. And we just want to thank all you guys, the supporters from my team riders to the people that helped me be who I am today um, and my family. So shout out to everybody. We appreciate you all. All right, Jeff, as always, awesome. it was a great time hanging out with you. We are going to do the rest of our show. You go take care of that beautiful new baby of yours, all right? All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, Have a good night, Jeff. Man. Have a great night. All right. We'll talk to you very, very soon. And if not, we'll see you here in Cape Coral in June, all right? Awesome. See you soon. All right. Have a good night. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. Hi, Jeff. Always a great time hanging out with Jeff. Now Mr. we're going to go. Mr. Positivity. I, 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 I think the guy, he's the best. When I talk to him, he just, he's positive. I love that about the guy. And, you know, we really didn't get into his, his Olympic stuff too much. But, uh, you know, when, when he made his run to be an Olympian, it, he went through a lot of stuff. He, he, he really kind of yeah. had to learn about everything to, to even figure know. out how he was going to get there. So wouldn't very great guy. Let's do our newsmaker segment. All right. It's always a good time. We got, we have a lot this evening in our newsmaker segment. Um, and as always, our newsmaker segment is brought to you by the good people at 110 nutrition. And we get to hang out with them this weekend and next, and next weekend. weekend, back to back weekends. I get to stock up on them nutrition. It's going to be good. Good times. Fun stuff. All right. Uh, Brian, let them know where they can find the captain. Where is the captain? So Nick Long is out and about again. Is that That's an understatement. Nick and Lindsay, they're going to be running some camps. February 16th, Magridge BMX. February 18th. Cobb County BMX, February 22nd, right up the road, Oldsmar. Make sure you sign up beforehand. He's selling them out quick. Mm -hmm. Great clinic. Um, Nick Long has done more gates than anybody in the world. You think? There, it's not even close. His dad will tell you all about it, too. But, uh, yeah, make sure you get out to the clinic. Jeff runs a – or Jeff. Nick runs a great clinic. <laughs> Lindsay's helping out. Um, they got three of them coming up in February. Uh, that's before the next show. All right. And uh, links are in the chat. Uh, our next little bit of news is coming in on the West Coast. I'm going to do my best to pronounce this right. It's the Archibald. Abishan. Abishan? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Abishan. Chris Beer. Abishan <laughs> Benefit Race. This is a HD BMX. Uh, it's located at Hasperia, uh, California. 
that was uh, Hesperia. That was the track before. That was the official name before. But now it's called uh, HDBMX. And our good friend, James Vicario, who's been on the show a couple times, they're running the track. All right. So Monday night, they're going to have a benefit race for, uh, say the name again. Abishan. Abishan. They're going to have a, for, for Chris Abishan, because his dad passed away. His dad was a, 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 a Vietnam veteran, but Chris, he's a staple in the BMX community for many, many years. And he's inspired a lot of people and, um, he's, he's helped at the track a lot. So look, um, if you can't make the race for the benefit, um, we're going to post the, um, GoFundMe link. Okay. So, um, lots of ways you guys can support this great cause because it's just good people and BMX supports good people. So, um, you get, you have the GoFundMe, you have the race you can go to. And also stars and stripe BMX is also going to do a BMX or a BMX race that they're going to do fundraising for too. So, uh, all this you can find with the links we're going to put in the chat. And just so you guys know, every time we mention that we have links in the chat, uh, those links also go into the show notes that you can find in the podcast form of the show and YouTube also. So it's not just like you're going to hit and miss. Um, it's, it's still, you can find it later after the show. I made a note, but I didn't copy that. Anyway, Richfield Park BMX, Paul's track. He's our sound guy. In Michigan. Yeah, but he makes everything sound really good. He made it sound like right now. We, we're balanced. Melissa's balanced. We're all good. Um, his track, there they have it. This is, look, I tried to take a bunch of beer cans back from from the neighbor. They don't take them. They don't, but nope. no, Florida doesn't. But I'm telling you, man, if they did have a can return, dude, I could pay for this right now. For 2023 season, Richfield Park is going to offer up a season pass. And it's a great deal. Just FYI, great deal. You, for $150, you can get all the single point races that Richfield offers along with all the practices. Just so you know, the only thing that you're going to end up paying for extra with the practices is your timing. Like this is a deal. So just if you're back in Michigan, just collect up Austin's PBR bottles and it's going to pay for everything you need to pay for. All right. So get in on this. This is a great deal. It'll save you some money in the long run. and It'll help you guys get to Tulsa, but this is a good deal. Again, They've the they're installing the timing system this year, so you know it's like you're doubling down. All right, it's a great deal. You want to take the Waterford announcement? Waterford Oaks, Michigan. When did they host Worlds? What year was that? Ninety four. They're having a raffle to win a season pass for all single point races or practices. Each spot is $20, and they're going to sell 100 spots. 100 spots. You can purchase it. You purchase your spots through PayPal, Waterford 
oaksbmx74 at gmail.com. You'll post that in the chat, I assume. Mm-hmm. And yep. another way to get all your single point races in on a free pass. And practices. And practice. I love it. It's easy. Easy cheesy, One time man. pay. Like it's it's good stuff, man. They're making things happen over there. All right. And uh if you guys are a track team club or whatever you guys are doing, if you're hosting something, it doesn't have to be racing, it can be freestyling, it can be uh, mountain biking, whatever it is, send it over to info at all things dmxshow.com and uh we're gonna share it. We got a trivia question coming up. <laughs> we do. And I do uh, check the email every day. You do. We we pay extra to have that email. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is the only trivia question I would have ever known the answer. You really do without cheating. Oh yeah. You think so? I think there could be some drama. <laughs> I'm Googling this right now. <laughs> it's already been verified by multiple sources. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. I got uh, to the winner of the trivia tonight. I got a couple of uh, danger snack packs coming to you. And a whole big uh, stack of our sponsor stickers. I got, say, uh, let's see, what did I grab out of the vault here? A Never Give Up t-shirt. Thanks to our friends over at Devore Racing. Ooh, ooh. Can I jump in? I want to congratulate. Yeah, I want to congratulate the boy. He's now an expert because he won uh, he in Houston. Uh he won a, uh, uh, I think he won two, did he win two days? I think he won two days of intermediate and he, Lincoln is now an expert. Congratulations. Nice. That's awesome. I must've missed that. That's great news. It's that damn algorithm, Melissa. What'd you say? It's that damn algorithm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I got a backpack going out to the winner here. All right, let's see. Clear this. Let's clear my chat. So there's no question on the first one in. Okay. All right. In honor of the, uh, quote, big game that a lot of us probably had on the TV on Sunday, uh, the Super Bowl was played and won by the Chiefs. I would like to know which is the only American football team to go a whole season undefeated, including the Super Bowl. And in what year? Must have both correct. You just love that tune, don't you? <laughs> so football team went undefeated all season with the Super Bowl win. Mm-hmm. And in what year? I uh, I knew this at one time. Yeah, no, it wasn't Detroit, Billy. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> 
actually he did not put that in there did funny he? story that's exactly <laughs> he said well it wasn't that's exactly right. <laughs> um oops uh sorry see this is chime in everyone there you go um i was trying to get fancy and have it on the multi-screen split <sighs> but there's no way to turn the music off and then just have your logo up there so Oh, I understand now. Okay, you got gotcha. It? Yeah, well, I got it. Shout out to it Bom- happened. Shout out to Bombshell Racing System. As soon as I figure that out, I'll get it on there. Um, <laughs> all right. So while we're waiting for a winner, let's uh, let's do our showcase segment. All right. Uh, but before we do our showcase segment, we're going to talk about next week's guest, and um, for our friends. It's going to be a good one. We're going to have Coach DL on the show. You guys make sure you guys don't miss this one. It'll be a good one. And anytime DL jumps on the show, the chat is always exploding because everyone has like 900 million questions on like, what do I do for sprints? What do I eat at 11 o'clock at night? That isn't ice cream. It's always a great show. So he's done a lot of camps in Florida. So a lot of people know him, man. You're right. You're not kidding. Um, so it, it's going to be a good time. Uh, looking forward to having DL back on the show. Uh, and you guys, you got chime in, man. Have your questions ready for him. All right. Time for Showcase. And BMX Showcase is brought to you by our good friends at Answer BMX. And our first bit of Showcase is brought to you by our good people at Dirty Knobs Podcast. You know you can buy Ultramax t-shirts there. I actually was going to mention this. Mm-hmm. Here we go. 15 minutes. This is so much. There's already now's BMX podcast. It's hosted by our good friends, Hollywood Mike Miranda and Eric Carter. JV, JV, the man himself, James Vicentium. They bring you guys the behind-the-scenes stories that they can only deliver. They got a brand-new show that dropped. It's season two, episode four. And it's JV says you have to pick. It dropped two days before Valentine's Day. And just for the record, happy belated Valentine's Day from the gang and Ultramax. Just so you guys know, when you're with that someone special this Valentine's Day, just lean over and whisper Ultramax. They'll always remember for the rest of their life they're not able to get Ultramax in the aisle that cards or flowers are sold from, but you still can get Ultramax t-shirts from the good people at Dirty Knobs Podcast. Make sure you guys head on over to DirtyKnobs.com and get your shirt right now. Link's in the chat. Remember to follow and like. It's okay if you guys deliver a belated Valentine's Day gift as long as it's an Ultramax t-shirt. You know, I talked to Hollywood today about his demographics on the show. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I can show you ours. Oh, <laughs> we're going to put the YouTube link in and the podcast link at the web, their, their website link in there. Remember, Ultramax. Whispering Ultramax. Melissa. Yes. Let them know about the mom's talk. BMX podcast. 
yeah, go check these ladies out. They got a their newest episode on their Facebook page and uh, pretty much all of the other socials is uh, what to pack for local races. So we'll put their link in the chat. Um, and we're still waiting to find out when JT and my show will be <laughs> will be aired sometime soon, hopefully. It'll so, be a good one. Looking forward to that. It'll be a good one. With that? It's going to be a good one. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beer Budget BMX Show. Brought to you by Dance Comp. Brand new sponsor to the show. If that shit doesn't get your pants tight, I don't know what's going to. Tear your shirt off right now. Go to dancecomp.com and order whatever BMX parts you want that you can't afford and put it on your mom's credit card. Rick Carter said it's okay. Mike's going to judge you only if you don't buy a side hack from him. Ladies and gentlemen, Beer Budget BMX show. There you go. You want to do the Lane 8 podcast one? You want to do that one right here? Because you can take that one. New episode from (laughs) Lane 8 podcast. Emilio Fiala. Life is good. Lady Podcast is hosted by Todd Wilson, not a relative of mine. He's not? No. No. Are you sure? I'm positive. You ever well, seen him? Not, no. Never seen him in person. Definitely is not a relative of yours. No. Link, <laughs> link is in the <laughs> chat. <laughs> he does the news up in Tampa. He does. Yeah. Oh, have, no, I have not real. seen the news in Tampa. Well, I, I mean, he hosts sometimes. I, I guess it's like a weekend thing sometimes he does, but, I mean, he's legit. Um, BMX in our blood. Episode 138, The Fahey Master. Ian McComer. Make sure you guys check it out. BMX in our blood podcast is hosted by the super badass BMXer, Joe Doherty. Links in the, in the chat. Uh, it's not always... BMX racing, just so you guys know. So if you guys are looking for that, it's not always that, but it's always worth checking out. And our good friends over at Boss Man Vlog, they dropped. Look, this is a this is a burner. Make sure you guys go check it out. It, it's going to make you want to get in your car right now and drive to Dayton, Dayton Ohio. Not that you always want to go there, but you will want to go there right now because they have the Virginia McNeil bike park and, 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 and Maurice, he does this vlog that, uh, this week from there. And it's awesome. Like this place is really, really good. As soon as I get home, we're going to go there, but I'll wait till it's warm. I ain't going down there when it's cold. So, uh, Maurice Adams is the host of boss man vlog. And he brings you vlogs 66 Virginia McNeil bike park. And uh, he's a super fast expert cruiser racer that I normally chase around the track and hope he crashes so I can win. And he brings you gym sessions, BMX sessions. He brings you bike park sessions and race, race sessions. He's always down there. Make sure you guys check him out. Links in the chat and it'll be in the show notes. Also, if you guys are a podcast, live stream, print, social or social media site, anything that promotes BMX, please send it to us at info at all things Melissa. Yes. How are we doing on that trivia? 
Really good. I have lots of correct answers and lots of close answers. Mm. So the correct answer is it was the Miami, Miami Dolphins. And the year was 1972. And the first person in the chat to get that right is David Dortona. Wait, David didn't guess Tom Brady? Well, he did first, of course. But then his second correct guess in the chat was the first one that was had the whole thing. A couple of really close ones. The year kind of got a few people. Okay. But yeah, Tom Brady was his first answer for sure. <laughs> and no, it wasn't Detroit. And, you know, a couple of like, you know, 71, 73. Like everybody was kind of right around it. But I caught a couple of you guys sleeping. That's right. All right. Before we call Chris, I want to let everyone know the man, the myth, the legend for next week's show. Not the host. Not the guest, but the co-host, Nick Jones from Cape Coral, will be setting where Mr. Brian Wilson is, co-hosting the show with us. Stick with Nick. Stick with Nick. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> if you're not following him, he has the best meme game in the world. Let's call Chris. <clears throat> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's always a good time. We love live shows. Bring on the beer, man. <laughs> T-bone and a beer. Hello. Chris Beer, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing, Justin I'm, Tompkins? I, I'm Chris here. I'm doing just goddamn fine. Do you know who the guest, uh, uh, the co-host is next week? Stick with Nick Jones. Stick with Nick. Are you going to be here next week? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to be there. I'll be here. That's true. That is very true. <laughs> oh. All right. Chris is brought to you by our good friends at On Two Wheels who has some kick behind um, Sprocket. What are they called? Do what? Uh, chain ring bolts. Chain ring bolts. Chain ring bolts, yes. Get, will you yeah, stop man. looking at Twitter? I'm they, they chain, ring bolts. chain ring bolts. Yeah. Just had a massive brain fart. All right, Chris. <laughs> take us away. All right. So thank you to On Two Wheels. And if you're celebrating your birthday... And just half a second. There we go. You're celebrating your birthday with Joe, the, fir the first one here, Batagli, I believe, uh, Mark Sweeby, uh, Roy Cochrane, uh, James Vicente. There you go. There we go. Mr. Dirty Knobs himself there. Uh, Jin Go Amar. I, again, that was one copied off Facebook. Okay. <laughs> um, Jamie Miller. Uh, Sean McCarthy. Jerry Bagley. Michael 
Philip Philipoff. I don't know. Uh, Sammy. Oh my gosh, Sammy Behemix. Okay. I don't. Um, Monica Kelly. Or like phonetically BMX. BMX. It could be, I guess. Yeah. BMX. BMX. That's a great yeah. pickup, Melissa. Everyone. <laughs> no, I didn't pick um, it up. That's for sure. You literally just blew the entire show's mind. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That's pretty mind blown. That's how you phonetically spell BMX. <laughs> yeah, BMX. All right, so whoever Sammy is, that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good one there. How's that? Yeah. Like All right. Uh, Monica Kelly's having a birthday. Happy birthday, Monica. Um, I'm sure uh, Marie McGilvery got her something very nice for her birthday. Wow, they're big Nag 2 fans. Uh, let's see Austin Perkins hey former guest on the show Mr. Crazy Ronnie Anderson is having a birthday hey another guest on the show Howard Cato uh, Bay Area BMXers is having a birthday Uh, see Eric uh, Leroy 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 we played, um, we played enough hockey. Probably LaRue. Pepe LaPue. I go LaRue. I, I think that's LaRue. But... <laughs> hey, I, I might have gotten that one right. Holy cow. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. So Val Crowstrap. <laughs> Crowstrap. Yeah, that's what Val Crowstrap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is Happy birthday, like Val Crowstrap. Val Crowstrap. Is that what that is? <laughs> I was like, you need to read that again, Chris. <laughs> I can't read. What? Crow? Happy birthday, Velcro strap. Yeah, like the stuff you like put your number Instead of on. tying your shoes, Velcro straps. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete. Um, <laughs> all right. Moving along. <laughs> Bart Simpson at its best. Uh, Jeff Shroud, Shroud, Shod, uh, Jeff Love. That's Jeff Shod. Shod, Shad, Shad. Oh, yeah, I was, I was halfway close. Pretty Uh, close. Jeff Love and Dan Willate, Willate, I guess. And that's everyone that's having a birthday this week. If you're having a birthday, happy birthday to you. And if you would like it announced on the show, you can email us at info at allthingsbmxshow.com and we'll take care of that. Also, everybody, we need you to go subscribe and like our YouTube page. Chase, yes. We, we are getting killed on YouTube. We need some help over there. So we need people to go like and subscribe to our YouTube. You will help us out greatly. Absolutely. What's the what's the weather been like up there in Michigan, Chris? Well, it's been pretty windy the last day and a half or so. It's been sunny. It's a little warm. But Nothing now they're like talking Houston. about snow tomorrow. Really? Yeah. So we're gonna, we're gonna get some snow. 
it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but hey, it, it's it's February. It's supposed to snow right now up here. So, yeah. I know you guys are down there where it's nice and warm. Yes, we are. Yeah. I went swimming I today, keep, bud. Yeah. Yeah. I I keep getting messages from my dad. He's he's in Sarasota and he's sending me pictures of the sunshine and how warm it is and all that. And I keep sending pictures of smart guy. Snow. Yeah, more power hey, to him. I got a I got a trivia question for you, Chris. Oh boy! Do, do you know where the longest running carnival is? Carnival? Yeah. Sarasota. Uh, Sarasota be the Ringling Brothers. There you go. You even know the carnival. I've I've been to the Ringling. Yeah. Uh, it, it's pretty cool if you if you guys are in Sarasota, you got to go to Sarasota BMX and race. Look, but you also got to go to the Ringling and check yeah. that out. It's an art museum. And it's really cool. If you're if if you're going to the Sarasota track from the south, you go by it. You drive right by. Yeah, it. and and uh, continuing the crew or continuing the uh, the 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 what what did fell what was fell for us the other weekend, Melissa. He was oh, our tour guide. Our tour guide. When we were going up to Tampa, he was he gave me that little bit of knowledge that I did not know that because I would I I've drove by it a few times since I've been uh-huh. down here and I'm like, what in the flying F is going on over there? Because they have a massive uh, 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 Ferris wheel and like big top tents and everything. So mm-hmm. yeah. That's yeah, no, it's a huge thing, and, you know, and a lot of people don't know that about Sarasota that that's even there, but that's where the Ringling Brothers Circus, it's their estate, I guess, and it's been made into a museum, and then there's also a carnival museum with like carnival rides and all that type of stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, my uh, okay. my dad and his wife took us took Shelly and I there uh, when we were in Sarasota uh, last year. It was really cool. Very nice. Yeah. All right, Justin. Next date night. That's where we're taking me. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> we're going. There you go. See, you can go hit a race and then go go check out the Ringling. There you honest, go. Gonna... It's going to be hard to top putt putt and baby alligators, but I don't know. A circus museum <laughs> might do it. <laughs> Like we got to, we we got to feed we, we got to feed gators. That's that pretty awesome. cool. Yeah, like. But I'm with I'm you. On that. I am not. <laughs> I am not messing with gators. That is a no no. I am staying away from oh. that. I am with you 100 percent on that deal. So they Chris, were locked away. We were. Good. If you're driving down Alligator Alley over to Miami, mm-hmm. you're not going to pull the car over and get out of the car and walk up to the fence where all the big alligators are and like wave at them and say hi. You won't do you that. You can right? do that. No, yeah. no. You know, and that's the other thing I've like heard about fences, the, the, allig- the alligators and stuff. That's like deer up here. People hit those with cars down there and totally destroy their cars. People hit alligators down here. Yeah, they, they on that like, expressway. You know how you, you hit a deer with your car up here in Michigan? It's the same thing down there, but they hit them with alligators. Yeah, on that on that expressway yeah. for real. Yeah, that's why they got all the fences up. Yeah, but they're like ten foot fences, well, you which still get I've never that. figured out that a fucking alligator can't jump that high, can it? Like, go under oh, the fence. Deer, yeah, but like, why is too. the fence that high when they go under them? Well, deer also. Bobcats. I don't think I mean, there's. Are there that many deers the Everglades in Florida? Everglades in that you got deer, man. You got 
Bobcats. Again. You want to hear a crazy Everything. story? The other day I was working with Pep, Pepe. Some of you guys yeah. know who Pepe is. I got story time with Pepe in a few months. That's going to be my <laughs> other podcast show. Is that going to be a Friday night show? Dude, wow. Anyway, um, we're just driving along, and he goes, so anyway, to your right, there's cougars over there. Yeah. And I thought he was referring to the cougars we all make jokes about. The the ladies? The ladies. And okay. I look over and I shit you not. There's a sign that says cougars. Beware. Yeah. And it had the, the little outline of it. And I look and I'm just like can this van door be bulletproof? Cause I don't know. Like I'm Michigan dude. We had a Panther that ran around that state one time. And then we named the semi profile or semi professional football team after it. And then oh, I look yeah. over. Oh, they still have that Justin USFL. It's back. And there's some Michigan Panthers. I don't think the, the real Panthers back, but then I look over and I shit you not. There's a Panther. It's like 90 yards off the road, just chilling in a fucking tree. Now there's a fence, but I'm like, that, that was that? A... And Floridians are like, yep, that's a panther. Just like fucking gators down here. And earlier when I told Jeff, they could kill you from above or below. You, you have cougars. You got gators. And Pi- there's pythons. Dude, I ain't even wrestled with, with spiders yet. There was there was one outside the other night, and I lit that bitch up with some goddamn hairspray that 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 Alicia left here, and it ran <laughs> that bitch. I lit that thing up, and it ran down to the, the canal on fire. And I was like, "You didn't live. I know you didn't make it." I don't fuck with spiders, man. I'll wrestle a goddamn. I'll wrestle a snake. Oh, Always a good time talking with you, Chris. Look forward oh, to hearing dude. from you next week. Have a good night. Yep. Take right. it easy, Chris. Thank, thank, thank. Good show tonight, you guys. God bless everybody. Take care. All right. See ya. Bye, Chris. Always great checking in with Chris. And as always, you guys, if you guys have a BMX birthday and you want to hear it on the show, where do you send it to? Info at All Things BMX Show. And we're going to wrap it up this evening. It was a great show. And before I sign off, I want to say thank you to everyone that shared the show all right um tons of tracks uh it was it was really awesome to see like how many tracks shared the show um so many times like the first time i saw tracks share our show thank you thank you so much um and so many people sharing the 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 show and responding it 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 helps it really really does thank you guys uh had a great time this evening um, thank again for everyone tuning in. Brian, thanks for co-hosting this evening. And if anybody's around, make sure this weekend is a Florida State race in Oldsmar. The following oh, yeah. weekend is the National in Oldsmar. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the area, come out, see Jeff Upshaw and the pros, and yep. you know, taking some good BMX racing. Yeah, next, uh, dude, next weekend uh, I'll be running all over that National, filming and recording. So. It'll be fun. Um, you guys, as uh, as always, it's a great time. Glad you guys could join us. And I can't tell you guys again, thank you so much for sharing and, and making the show what it is. Good night. God bless.
You stay classy, BMX.